0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to "Until We Rise." I am your host, Maya Singletary. Today, we are going to speak to Miss Sylvia Black. And when I get into her bio, there's going to be a lot of sick, envious people, and I'm here for all of it. (laughs) She is a proud New York native, philanthropist, Harvard student, class of '22, and former executive assistant to Parkwood Entertainment's president slash COO and general manager. During her stint at Parkwood, Sylvia played a vital, vital role in the execution of several major projects. How to Make Lemonade, Beyonce's 2018 Coachella performance. Yes, Beyonce people. <laughs> the On the Run 2 tour, the Adidas Ivy Park launch, Blackest King and so many more. Sylvia started her career in fashion, interning for Condé Nast, Lucky Magazine, and also as a freelance stylist assistant to the CEO of Thomas Faison Agency. Yes, girl can dress. (laughs) In her spare 10 minutes during the day, Sylvia is an avid runner, yogi, and reader. Last but certainly not least, Sylvia's dearest activity is volunteering for the Madison Square Boys and Girls Club in Harlem. Shout out to Harlem World. She actually celebrated her birthday by hosting a fundraiser for the club, which helped to raise thousands of dollars for their initiatives. Without further ado, Miss Sylvia Black, welcome to the
1: podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Um, I appreciate you reading that out. Sure. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here. I, sometimes I can't imagine. I can't just, you know, believe that I've done you know, those things. So just hearing it out loud makes me feel really good. I appreciate
0: At you. <laughs> That's so awesome
1: because I mean,
0: when we met, this was what three years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause it was 2018.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I was working for uh, a person who was in, you know, in the industry and he needed to set up a meeting
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was just like, I don't think they want to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, what? And then you, I reached out to you. You were just so gracious. And that's where our friendship started. And we've been rocking ever since. I mean, I talk to you once every like six months because... Your bio just shows that you don't get any sleep, and I'm trying to to let you be great.
1: (laughs) I appreciate that. I try to get sleep. I really do, but some days it's just it's hard to do. But yes, I, 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 man, girl, I have to schedule time to sleep because if I don't, then I just won't do it. I just your time management skills have to be sublime. Seriously, (laughs) don't get me because.
0: you know or you must have the best concealer on the market mm. because yeah yeah my i think hype yourself up
1: well here's the thing <laughs> you know in i i find that now taking advantage of the mornings allows mm-hmm. me to really capitalize on my day right so before before parkwood you know I would wake up sometimes at ten thirty, maybe 11, and just do my day like that. But that just wasn't, it wasn't enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, when I started at Parkwood, I was working on myself, right? I was mm-hmm. uh, listening to this woman named Abraham Hicks, and all she does is, you know, hype, hype people up and, you know, help them to kind of focus on the greatest things about themselves. And I realized throughout listening to her that, you know, I should really take advantage of my entire day, like my full, full day. Um, And I'm glad I did that because the earlier I started waking up, the more time I had for myself. And I didn't really understand that concept when I first started at Parkwood. But now, you know, I'm up at 6 a.m. getting ready, showering for the day by seven, making calls at 7.30. Um, or reading between, you know, six and seven, um, or even seven to eight, and then getting up out of the bed, because I'll stay in bed, and I'll read, then get up out of the bed, shower, go to the gym, start my calls at 9.30. So it's really just, um, for me, anyway, at least, just waking up earlier, um, and setting, one, one of the things I've been doing a lot more recently is setting my phone on Do Not Disturb. Um, for the, for the entire day. And it's only when I'm looking to receive or okay with receiving phone calls from just the most important people, uh, like my mother and my father, my sisters. Um, but there's so much um, kind of stimulation, right, from mm-hmm. social media with all these damn um notifications that come on my phone it's so distracting uh and i and i'll get distracted i'll pick up my phone and i'll go on you know instagram or clubhouse now it's all the rage but i'll pick up my phone and i i wouldn't put it down for hours so i just had to turn it off and 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 put it on do not disturb i'd lose my train of thought so that's really helped me to manage my time and making sure that i'm getting everything done that i need to get done Wow,
0: I need to take pointers <laughs> because it, it, um, last week it got to a point where I literally shut off from everyone, mm-hmm. work phone, personal phone, me and my TV, and mm-hmm. I had to recharge. Yeah. I don't think people realize how just daunting it has become to have mm-hmm. a phone. Yeah, to be so connected. Yeah, it's a gift and a curse.
1: Mm, definitely.
0: And you know, there are moments where you're just like, okay, I got the latest news in regards to what's going on in the world. That's important, but that's another stressor because I mean, it's just like it's it is overwhelming and it's just like sensory overload. Yep. And I started to notice. I'm like, you know what? I'm literally losing my mind here. I, I mean, I'm like, okay, this is what we're gonna do we this is how I address myself we are going to (laughs) you know we're going to go through the apartment and we're going to organize everything that's my thing like organization is vital yeah I'm going to make you know something to eat I'm going to sit here and I do not want to be disturbed if I fall asleep I fall asleep if I'm wide awake I'm wide awake but I don't want any human interaction be mm-hmm. a phone be in person mm-hmm. And the keywords to michael leave me alone right this so is... <laughs> definitely oh,
1: it's it's tough because you know you don't want to be sometimes i feel like damn well am i not being a good friend by not responding right away am i not being you know um a good a good partner by not Uh, Picking up the phone right this second, you know, and and sometimes it's just like, no, I need a minute to be with my own thoughts. There is too much information overload out there for one. And for two, I need to I just need to sit with my own thoughts for a minute and organize what's in Sylvia, what's in front of Sylvia right now. I I need to be here in the present moment instead of being out there in other people's worlds. Trying to figure out why the hell they did, you know, X, Y, and Z, or looking at the latest, you know, um, uh, um, impeachment, uh, you know, situation, which, you know, to be fair, is important to be aware of, right? However, Mm -hmm. it is mentally exhausting. It it really, it really is. It, It really is, and so that's why I feel like it's so much that much more important to just schedule time to be aware and address those things when it's appropriate for you because if you just allow yourself to get pulled into these random um you know blurbs on your cell phone that come up every 10 seconds you're gonna lose your mind and you're gonna be stuck and five years will go by and you don't know what the hell you did for the past five years you know where did exactly. your life go for the past five years oh I was stuck on my phone you know um yeah so yeah
0: I, I get that because in regards to, I'm very big on mental health. Mm-hmm. I, my my first bachelor's is in psychology. So I'm just like, I'm an analyst. Mm. I mean, I'm not qualified, but I definitely know. I have training. the tools, okay? Pringles. I got, I got <laughs> right. the tools, so
1: I'm going to be doing it. That
0: was funny. Like, come in for a second. Something's <laughs> off. <laughs> but what I noticed is, is that, being self-aware it's just like hmm, okay yeah. like I could feel this is going down a very very dark not good path yeah. and you're not going to be good for anyone if you're not good to yourself right if you don't work your head and get that together you're I don't care if you're oh my god I got all these muscles and 6 packs, but if your brain is all messed up like what how are you yeah. an asset to anyone you want to be an asset not a liability yeah. i'm sorry that's my thought that's work no that's, no no that's the corporate job coming no out. yeah <laughs> and
1: i agree with you but uh, more recently i've been feeling like sometimes you just don't know what you don't know and when mm-hmm. you don't know what you're not aware of you don't know that you need to work on it um mm-hmm. and especially now, right? There's so many things going on in the world right now. Um, And I I just feel like people are taking a lot more time to analyze themselves. Um, But Mm -hmm. they may not even have the tools to really articulate, you know, what's wrong or figure out how to fix it, right? So I found for me, especially during this time, trying to figure out how I can be more patient, you know, with people hmm. um, because everybody's got so much shit going on and people are just trying to do the best that they can with the tools that they have. And mm-hmm. as impatient as it, it, it can be to, to have to deal or as easy as it can be to to be impatient, I find that actively trying to be patient Um, with people who are just trying to do their best, including myself. I mean, shit, I'm not perfect. You know, Um, I have to remind myself just to be patient with myself because we're all doing so many different things at one time and trying to process so many different emotions at one time. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody has something going on with them, whether it be family, whether it be professional, whether it be, you know, personal. Um, And I just, you know, I really feel for people. It's it's a, it's a crazy time right now.
0: You know, in the words of Maya Angelou, who I named after, and this podcast, <laughs> has, she's just she's seeping it like she's all over the place, and I love it. <laughs> when well, you know better, you do yeah, exactly. I think self awareness is so important. Yeah. Like, I'm a cancer, mm. so I'm just I absorb cancer. everyone's. Emotion. <laughs> yeah. I know you're a leader, yeah. that's why you have all this balance. <laughs> like you seek balance. Yeah. All Libras seek balance. Mm-hmm. Like you're the scale. Mm-hmm. As a crab, like we're we're this warder. Okay, we're but we're incredibly we're we're soft on the inside, very hard on the outside. Mm-hmm. We have claws. I never forget anything. I hold on to shit forever. Sure. And people are like, damn, you still mad about that? Ah! Yup, <laughs> You still trifling. Ah, <laughs> so I am just like, if I'm having a really bad day or I don't feel well, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put myself on timeout mm. because I'm going to say something and our friendship's going to be mm. over. Mm. So someone said something to me about that. She was like, you know what, Maya? And I was like, oh uh-uh. God, uh, what, what, what is now? it now? <laughs> and she said, <laughs> It's always it's always this the CVS receipt list mm, of mm-hmm, shit, mm-hmm. and I said, you know what? What is it? I was like, you know, just prepare yourself. And she says, you never lie, and you're honest. And she said, I can appreciate mm-hmm. that. She says, and you're also very self aware because if you say something that's really cutting, which I have a tendency to do, she was like, you will apologize, mm. and it's sincere. Mm. And I try to. You know, I I'm not the easiest person to deal with. I tell people I'm like, it, you know, there are many layers to mm-hmm. the cake. If I'm if I love you, I love you forever. Mm. But when I cut you off, you handed me the mm. scissors. Mm. So you have to tread lightly yeah. because I give more than I receive, and that's I'm working on that because I was just like, why am I giving people so yeah. much? And I'm getting no returns. I'm like, where's the ROI in that? Where's the return on my investment? <laughs>
1: yep, yep.
0: You yep. know, I'm just like, no. What about what about
1: me? What about Maya? You know?
0: Exactly. Yeah. And get to know me. Yeah. It's like you're you're putting situations where you have to adapt to other people, and like your feelings and emotions aren't valid no, I have a spidey sense that you're a trash human
1: mm. being.
0: And, if I said, and, and I'm always, I'm like, I told you sh- he wasn't right. shit. But That's when I funny. call it out, it's just like people have a problem or being blunt and direct. Yeah. There's a difference between being mean and being blunt. Well,
1: no, nobody nobody wants want to look that. under the rug. That's the thing. Nobody, everybody knows mm. what's under the rug, but nobody wants to pull it back to really, you mm. know, dissect it and, and look through it. And that's and that's why it, it's so important to be patient because this this pandemic, everything that is going on in the world right now is forcing people to pull yeah. that 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 lid back, pull the rug back, open up that closet and figure out what the hell, what the hell is in here? Yeah, mirror right? please mirror <laughs> please. Mirror please. You know, I have so many cancer oh, friends right. who, who say the same thing. So I, I understand oh. exactly where you're God coming bless from. God
0: Almost all of my
1: friends. Because are- baby, <laughs> so. we, we are true. Yeah. But I love y'all language. though. I really, but, really do. You guys you. are so down <laughs> and I just love the honesty <laughs> and the bluntness. But you guys are like loyal to the fucking core, man. Like I absolutely yeah. love you guys. But also too, you don't take any bullshit. It's like, I have a friend no. named Christina, right? And she always <laughs> tells me, like, she gave me this, we, she was at Ikea one day, and she was on this long, long, long line for Ikea, because right, you can't go inside. So everybody's on this long line. Really? Well, she was oh. in Jersey, it was a different situation. So she's on this long ass line, and she goes in the back of the line. She's standing there for like 10 or 15 minutes, right? And she's like, Sylvia, I don't I don't want to stand on this line. I don't have to stand on this line. Why am I even standing here? I could just come back tomorrow. I really don't even have to do this and I'm sitting there telling her, no christina, you've already've you've, you've already been on that line for fifteen minutes why Why would you leave you You should just get just finish it to the end right? she's like, no, I could just come back tomorrow." So she got off the line and came back. Meanwhile, as the Libra, I'd be like, I'm already, you know, 15 minutes in. I might as well finish it to the end. But she has taught me such an important lesson there because it's like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm going to call it for what it is. I don't have to deal with this bullshit. I'm going to come back or just go to a whole different store or just take the loss of the $12 and call it what it is. You know what I'm saying?
0: But, Hello. That's, but
1: those, yeah. those, that's simple example is just I think how she uh, how she applies herself to life and there's something mm-hmm. important in that in that story there where it's like you don't have to deal with things that you don't have to deal with and cancers don't do it. they just literally don't even bother with the shit that they don't have to deal with and that's what I respect and I- love about you guys Thank yeah. you,
0: because I I tune out very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and I, my favorite word is, I'm not doing, well, my favorite phrase, I'm not yeah. doing that. <laughs> and I will tell people, yeah. no. And as you get older, you become more established financially. Mm-hmm. And you, you Like, you own your shit literally. Like, this is mm-hmm. mine, my emotions, my, my condo, whatever. That's mm-hmm. me. And, and so you finance, I always tell people, when you write checks. check, to finance my lifestyle, I listen to everything that comes out mm. of your life. Until then, your opinion and the token couldn't get right. me right. So I don't care. <laughs> right. I, and people like you, no. I'm like,
1: oh, but I never no, lie. Right, <laughs> exactly. No, 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 no. no.
0: That, and you know what? I don't care. I'm just like, look, I'm not for everyone. You know, b- before we recorded, we were talking about Atlanta's Moore set. Mm-hmm. And I said, My favorite album like the album I have from start to finish, this is one of them, is Jagged Little mm-hmm. Pill. And she said she titled that because she said, I know this album is gonna be a tough pill Ooh. to swallow. And I said, Girl. Let's talk about that.
1: She... I said, Girl, you she... you that." <laughs> she <laughs> is literally one of my favorite favorite yeah. artist like i'll go to the karaoke it, bar and i'll be like looking I, for a Morse <laughs> more set but then i'll be like nah that might be a little too heavy to start off with <laughs> so. i
0: i'm gonna put all yeah. my i'm gonna dump i'm gonna dump all that shit on you and get it yeah. off me yeah. you ought to yeah. know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I, I love her so much yeah me yeah. too. Me too. You know what? After this, I'm gonna pull her on full okay. blast, repeat yeah. on the loop, and my neighbors. Yeah. I don't yeah. care what they say. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> horrible. But, girl, we have talked about everything. Mm-hmm. But now here's the good stuff. We're gonna get into what you've transitioned to mm-hmm. because you're still a full time student. Which, I, okay, Libra, <laughs> and. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how you do it. I mean, you must have, like, no... What is that, no-dose? Do they still make that? What, what you talking about? What? I don't know. No-dose. no dose. Know It was like it was something that would keep you oh. up, girl. I'm, old. I'm aging no, myself. Girl. I got
1: my green tea. <laughs> I got my half-ass made coffee. I got... Um, I take naps. <laughs> I'm a nap taker. Okay. And I wake up early. Yes. And believe it or not, working out gives me energy. So, that actually helps, yes. too that actually helps
0: mm-hmm. yeah that that's true for me it was an nap <laughs> okay because it would put me mm. to sleep like you you work so much and you're like oh i'm exhausted mm. so like when i would wake up work out in the morning okay i would power through yep. the day but when i hit that it was lights out yep yep i'm like i don't know who you were attacked, who showed you you <laughs> were tapping but i wasn't <clears throat> me <funny. laughs> So I want to know what you're transitioning to since you've left Parkwood. I know you have like a gazillion things on your plate. So what are the things
1: you have going on yeah. as of yeah. right now? So uh, I'm still finishing school. I'll, I'll be graduating uh, spring of 2022. So I'm really taking my time with what my next steps are going to be. But um, in the middle of the pandemic, I, you know, I, I want to say this past summer, of 2020 um I really just took the time to kind of figure out what my role in the world was going to be right um I I was living on 34th street at the time um all this was going on and um you know the protests were happening and you know I was on 9th avenue and 34th street I lived on the ground level floor Mm. yeah it was it was crazy um lived down the block from Macy's where, you know, all of those stores were, were kind of just broken into. And I was afraid, you know, I was scared, but I was also, I also felt like, damn, you know, I have to do something like, do, do I go outside and do I protest? Do I, 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 I didn't know, I didn't know how to contribute, you know, I, I wasn't sure what my mark was going to be you know, when all of this was said and done, um, eventually I did go outside and I did protest, um, but it took a lot of courage. You know, there was a T-Mobile that, that had been, um, you know, smashed and broken into and then police officers on their horses, trottling outside and, um, you know, just the uncertainty of what this, the coronavirus could do if you were to walk outside and, um, you know, being away from my family, like it was very, it was very hard. I had to ask myself some really tough questions. And um, one of those things that I asked myself was what, well, what am I going to do? You know, how am I going to take responsibility for where I am in this space and make that be a benefit to others? Um, And so I decided to start a company called the black owned review and the Black-owned review supports Black-owned businesses, but in a way that hasn't been done before. I know a lot of people are finding their own individual ways on how to do that, um, and I'll share with you here that I—it's still—it's not necessarily protected. I don't—I don't, I don't want to give you all the goods. Um, but basically, it's all good. Just give us our, give us the yeah, nugget. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a few <laughs> nuggets. But um, just supporting Black owned businesses through creating content um, and also through creating a subscription box, believe it or not, of Black owned products um, that other people can actually try. Uh, I found that through, through people wanting to support Black owned businesses, you find a lot of lists and a lot of suggestions right? But nobody knows really what these people's stories are, who these people are. Um, there's no way to really connect the consumer with the product outside of the fact that this person might be Black or Hispanic or um, Native American, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And I actually wanted to expand that sense of brand loyalty, where it's more than just about, you know, what my heritage, what my culture, what my ethnicity, what my race is, right? I want to say, hey, look, this is this person's story. There are other things that I actually resonate and connect with because of this person's story. And I, I love their products because not only are their pro- products great, but I resonate with the business owner themselves. So creating that sense of brand loyalty that will last beyond, you know, the state that we're in right now. I want Black-owned products to be viewed as products that are like Dove, you know, they, they extend beyond the ages. Um, and so Black-owned Review really just aims to help Black-owned businesses accomplish that by helping business owners share their story and helping consumers connect to those stories so that they resonate with them on a personal level. um, And so that those companies can actually live beyond the the state right now. And the reason why I feel like that is because you just don't know, um, right now I have this fear where it's like, okay, you know, people are doing all these things for black owned businesses but is it, is it just the hype or are they really doing it because they care? Are they doing it because they're they're being, um, you know, the spotlight is on them? Is, a a, is it a fad yeah. or are you really about this life, right? Um, and and for mm-hmm. me, it just feels a little bit like it might be a fad, right? We're still in the phase mm-hmm. where we're trying to figure it out. I mean, we're in the middle of Black History Month. So, you know, there's a lot that's, that's happening. A lot of companies are wanting to support Black-owned businesses, which is amazing and so great, but I actually wanted to extend beyond just Black History Month, extend beyond 2021, extend beyond 2027. Um, So, you know, I, that is what my goal has been, is to support these businesses, and I have a plan and a way to do that. I'm actually looking for sponsorship um, from companies who are willing to help me create the content for uh, the video series that I'm coming out with, along with helping me um, fund the subscription boxes that I've um, been putting together. So if anybody um, is open to taking a look at the pilot that I have or uh, wants to find out more details on the subscription box that I've been creating, please um, email me at syb four five one. At g.harvard.edu. Um, you can also visit uh, my Instagram page for uh, the Black Owned Review. Right now, we don't have any content on there, but we're looking to build the page out. Uh, the name of the page is Black Review. So you can go on there and just check it out. Um, I, again, I'm looking for sponsorships. So If there's anyone out there who's interested in learning more about what it is that I'm doing, please reach out um, and I would love to share more information with you.
0: I Yeah, I've read everything down (laughs) writer. Well, excuse me. No, I I, we discussed this a few days ago. I'm a text person, so I have to write it down in order to retain it. But This is actually like when you started getting into what it was, my ears perked up because I know a couple of people in mind immediately. Um, Me being (laughs) one of those. Um, Because I am, people call me Angela Davis and I'm here for it. Like all of the art in my own is by black Mm -hmm. artists. Like I have one, two, two pieces now. One is actually coming in March same artist and the first one I had commissioned was a roommate of mine this is oh god like in 20 this was actually done in 2015 this was to celebrate my 35th wow. birthday and I said I want me and mm. I wanted this and <laughs> she did she's actually it I love
1: that that's after awesome
0: that, it it and it's it's ginormous. And people are like, damn, you don't know what you look like. I'm like, that's make, not the that point. girl, ain't the girl,
1: shit. Stop it. I want to mind your mind business. Your business. <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: my <laughs> face. Exactly. When you write that check, right. <laughs> I listen to yeah, everything. Yeah. Until yep. then, you could politely put your shoes back on because I don't allow shoes in my house, and you could call <laughs> exactly. a poem. Exactly. It's funny. But uh, <laughs> only me I you've answered a couple of the questions that I have like in regards to how corona mm. has affected the business positively and negatively, and you discuss you discuss how it affected yes. you personally, which will trickle down into business and getting things moving and it's relatively really new, so I this is this is dope. I like this. And I love
1: a, a subscription. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait till you, wait, 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 wait till like, you see the show. Um, the show is absolutely phenomenal. Um, we've got uh, an influencer by the name of the notorious Kia, who, oh, man, I, I don't want to spoil it for you. But um, we have some really incredible okay. content. And I just can't wait to share it with the world. Um, and and really start making you know moves to to make sure that this not only is just something that you know stays for five years, but it's a long term uh, vision, long term company that's actually going to be pushing um, the agenda forward for Black owned businesses. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. gonna have
0: ten years. No. Okay. One yep. yep. <laughs> one point that you mentioned yeah. in regards to the businesses and this whole like oh, God, mm-hmm. that matter. Mm-hmm. It's um there's one company I unfortunately I have to mention the name so people can yeah. know not to go there.
1: Um ooh. Urban
0: Outfitters. They released this line of HBCU mm-hmm. wear. So girl, when I tell you, ooh, just ugh. it's very generic. The hoodies, it's generic writing. Morehouse college looks the same as stomach, co- like it's they put no mm. effort into it. It came out mid. I'm like, okay, so something for Black History you're releasing right. mid-February. right? Okay. And it's just, they're charging 80 bucks for a hoodie. I'm like, I could go to the Morehouse and College real website yeah. An and get it for Morehouse 75. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hello. And I'm just like, you business, like you guys are really, and you wonder why. So many black folks are like yeah Yeah. (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it's insulting Mm -hmm. it's just like you know you you make a little bit of effort and we're supposed to be like oh my god this is amazing
1: no No, it's not amazing no but that's so much that's even more it's like people just don't understand it's like you want to do something for the community but it just start it doesn't start with you know what what you are just doing just to say you did you actually have to implement exactly. these things in your own organization I don't know if Urban Outfitters has anybody who you know has even graduated from an HBCU but I would actually have consulted with somebody from an HBCU before putting something like that out you know
0: exactly. don't just do things for the sake of doing Diversity. It, you know
1: it, yes. that 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 is not what what's going to push the agenda forward I'll tell you that right now
0: One thing about Black folks, Mm -hmm. we can smell a Mm fraud. We know Mm -hmm. when you' trying us, and that was just—I'm like, first of all, I don't shop there anyway. I just think their clothes Mm -hmm. are just whatever. But just the mere fact, like, oh well, we did this, and it's just like you want us to be happy. Like I'd rather you not do anything. I'd—I'd rather know where you stand rather than you do some half-ass attempt. I'd rather you not do it at all. Just say. We support the Black Lives Matter movement on your website. And let me make my own decision.
1: I mean, yes. I would rather them not do it at all or rather or prefer them work internally so that whatever they put out is executed properly. Okay? You can't just say, oh, I want to support Black people. You ain't got no Black people in your your, uh, C-suite. You know what I'm saying? You don't have nobody making these decisions. You can't You, no, you just the balance. There goes the balance again. You got you can't have one without the yeah. other. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, you know. Well, well you
0: know it, it's there's a quote. Uh, I, I posted it on Instagram, and it's just like hire black people Black people are more to your firm than just experts mm-hmm. in diversity. Like right. we have MBAs. Right. Why are you okay. just hiring we black have people PhDs. to do uh,
1: diversity could, and inclusion jobs? Like, first of all, I'm actually a graduate <laughs> of. X, Y, and Z, you know? I have been educated in A, B, and C. So. And they're like, well, we want your
0: perspective. So now I'm the spokesperson for all Black people. Well, we're trying, no, try harder, try harder. I don't understand what the problem is. There are plenty of qualified Black advertisers Health ad color every year has the br- most mm-hmm. brilliant minds presented. Do you not go to this mm-hmm. event to see these amazing black advertisers, mm-hmm. advertising talent, mm-hmm. and I, it just, but
1: here's, I mean, but here's the thing, I don't it, get it starts it. at the top, right? Uh, who are, who, who is participating as members of the board? You know, who, who can you hire, um, in your C-suite, right? Um, think about things in, in that way um, versus, you know, oh, well, you know, let's let's make a, a sweater with HBCUs on them, you know. Um, it, it takes a little bit more thought than and that. And then
0: the models are yeah. white. <laughs> yeah.
1: that's,
0: the, that's the thing that I'm just like, really? So you got this white guy wearing the Morehouse <laughs> College sweatshirt. There, there are only two white guys I know of that graduated mm. from Morehouse, and that was Josh Packwood. He was the valedictorian, and his brother graduated. Mm. From that. Other than that, I can't find no mm-hmm. the white guys. I can't find mm-hmm. any white guys that went to Morehouse. But it's just, it you know, people are like I'm gonna be anti-racist, and, and that whole phrase just annoys. It irks my soul. Well, we're not gonna get into that because I just yeah. think it is such a, a cockamamie way to soften the blow to yeah, you I know. think
1: um, I think there's a lot of people out there who, who may want to figure out how to think about things differently and identify the ways in which they themselves may, you know, um, just move. You're not really doing anything to change. You're just contributing to the issue or to the problem. So I, would, I have this book that I've been reading. It's called uh, The Racial Contract by Charles Mills. And I would, I, I would okay. recommend that book um, for anybody who's really trying to understand the perspective of, of what we as Black people have gone through um, from, from someone who, who comes at it from, from the perspective of, of, of philosophical thought. Um, not necessarily um, someone who is kind of telling the story, but looks at it from an overarching view of white supremacy and this idea of race, okay? Um, I would recommend that book to anybody who is really looking to get a better understanding of how to um, navigate through the situations that we're dealing with today just to understand just a different perspective. It's a, it's a really brilliant book. So I recommend it to anybody.
0: I wrote that down too. It will be in my, girl, (laughs) you're going to finish it in like three days.
1: I promise you. He, he attacks the issue and really just has this aggressive approach of, of analyzing the situation. And I just, I love it because it hasn't been so beautifully articulated. Um, to me, at least, before in this kind of way, and uh, once you'll you'll read the first page and you'll be like, oh, what, what, what? You'll be flipping the pages like it's nobody's yeah. business. So, yeah, get that girl. Yeah. You gonna have me dressed in <laughs> <No>. all black, <laughs>
0: yeah. calling myself yeah. a black man? They're like, what the yeah. heck? Like, excuse me, my yeah, name no, is, is Angela. <laughs> I, I totally get it. I, I'm there with you. I want you to explain to me what Black excellence mm. means
1: to you. To me, Black excellence means just doing your absolute best every single day. You know, um, just putting one foot in front of the other and being one just one degree better than you were yesterday, right? It has nothing to do with, for me at least. It doesn't really have anything to do with, um, I don't know, going to Harvard, for example, right? I I'm blessed in the sense that I can go to Harvard. I honestly didn't even think, I didn't. Harvard wasn't even my first choice, right? I I went to Harvard because they had the best option and flexibility for me at the time to to finish my degree online. Um, <clears throat> but but it wasn't the first school that I went to. I think. You know, so many people may feel the pressure of having to be this idea of, um, you know, being uh, excellent in a way where you have to be Beyonce, you have to go to Harvard, you have to, um, you know, have a six pack, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, no, sis, like, excellence is a journey, Um, especially Black excellence. It's a journey. And just putting one foot in front of the other every single day and being one step better than you were yesterday you can't you know go from level one to level five in a day right Rome wasn't built in a day you you have to just take one step at a time and be absolutely like just do your best with that step no excuses period and you'll see in five years time you will be you know, you will achieve that level of excellence that you see for yourself. You know, just taking that one step at a time and and doing your absolute best, no excuses along the way. That's what Black excellence is to me. Everybody's at a different stage in their life and you don't have to be Beyonce shit. You could just, you know, live your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) Live your life to be, to just live, enjoy life. Right? Um, But take it one step at a time if you want to accomplish something and and really be thoughtful in every single step that you make, because that's what's going to make all the difference in in maybe your life, in your community, in the world. Um, But if you're not thoughtful and intentional every step of the way, then it's almost pointless. So that's what I would say.
0: Oh my goodness. And
1: you worked with Black Excellence.
0: Yeah. I mean, damn, that's, it was like, you walked in the office. <laughs> it was like, you probably, I did, I really glow. did. That's funny. And
1: that's funny. like, real yep. talk. I sure like, did. I was like, I have arrived. Know, I-, I feel amazing. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, I'd be like, yeah. like but you,
0: you couldn't tell me nothing. I wouldn't be that. No, but, but, here, so but here's the
1: thing. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's those steps that you have taken every single day, every single day. And that is what really, for me at least, is humbling to me because I've been, you know, I, girl, you don't even shoot. That's a whole nother segment right there for my story. But, you, honey, dip, yeah. you have lived? Yeah. Okay,
0: mother has lived. Yeah. I know exactly yeah. where you're going with that. And like, look, Rome like you said, Rome wasn't in built in, day, in the day. I it's so fun. it's to say like Beyonce mm-hmm. wasn't built in the day. And I think people, especially with this generation, we're so yeah. used to instant yeah. gratification. I tell people, you see the end result. You're used to the music video. You see the three and a half minutes of girls dancing, people Mm -hmm. rapping, singing, or whatever. You don't know the 18 hours for the past week they've been Mm -hmm, putting in to mm -hmm, get those perfect mm -hmm. shots. You don't know how many times they've worked overnight to get this, like to get that smidgen of what. And, like, for example, I hate to reference this, but, like, when Destiny's Child started out mm-hmm. playing country mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. in Houston, it, it wasn't like you know I'm at Madison Square Garden. No, 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 no. We <laughs> got this cute little thing going on. No one knows who you are. Go perform. You know I don't think people see the progression and the yeah. hard work that goes into it. So, like I said, just to be surrounded by it, like, that's that's a blessing. Like, you don't see that You don't get that every day. And I think you've been incredibly gracious with how you've taken all that you've experienced. Good, you know, I'm not saying Mm -hmm. like you went Mm -hmm. through a torture Mm -hmm. chamber, nothing like that, but you've taken all of the good and you've channeled it into something else. And I just, I love stuff like that. to, To hear and see, it's it's, it's that to me Thank that's black you. like excellence. You're taking your <clears throat> your excellence, being your excellence experience, and in turning you. into something Appreciate excellent that. as well. I love that. <laughs> that that's what's up. What is a favorite Ooh, quote of yours?
1: Favorite quote of mine. Favorite quote of mine. You know, it actually is something that I've been holding close. To me for, um, say, about the past five years, four or five years, Um, and it came from a mentor of mine, and he said, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything, and that has really, Mm -hmm. you know, stuck with me. It's not like, he didn't say it directly to me, but he always used to say that. Um, whether it be in conversations that I was observing, conversations that I was a part of, excuse me. But he would always say the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And it's so true. Um, And that's why this idea of, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, but being intentional and doing it to the absolute best of your ability every single day is so important to me because when you finally get the opportunities that you're looking for, you want to make sure number one, that you're prepared and number two, that you can handle what it is that's coming to you, you know, and you can only do that by making sure that the habits that you create along the way are consistent um, in being their absolute best every single day. So um, that's something that stuck with me for the past five years. So, cool. okay.
0: Now, mm-hmm. this section right here. This oh, is called wow. okay.
1: All right, I gotta do some jumping jacks. Wait a second. Let me get... <laughs> let me
0: get ready. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be gentle because time is Tom is real stank today. It's like mm-hmm. really we over here vibing, and I'm Oop. looking down, and I'm like, whatever. So, yeah, I can't stand Tom sometimes. Who?
1: Um, <laughs> Your oh, favorite, favorite song. song? Um, what's my favorite song? Man, I got a couple. Um, okay, so I've got this <laughs> one song which is really beautiful. Um, his name, the name of the artist is Terrence Trent, drV Yeah, yeah, <gasps> Terrence,
0: Terrence Darby. Terrence oh my god, Terrence Trent Darby. Girl. And
1: um, the name of the song, man. What is the name of it? It is called, because, you know, you be up in your, your, your cell phone and you just click on shit. Um, <laughs> I think I know where you're going um, with this. I think the name of the song is Holding On To You. It's like literally one of my favorite songs and anything by Stevie Wonder. Um, but Terrence Trent D'Arby is like, he, he has a way of, you know, his, just writing his poetry, his music. It's just so, like, wonderful. Um, So I really love that song, Holding On To You, Supermodel Sandwich, um, anything from Stevie Wonder, Overjoyed. So that's, yeah. Yeah, that's when Overjoyed oh, is probably yeah. one of my top, oh, like, top five.
0: <laughs> yeah. That yeah. song makes me cry. There, there are two songs that will take me there. Overjoyed, but in like Happiness, I get that right? It just makes
1: me <laughs>
0: it, it's just, it's just, when he yeah, gets that over, yeah. like, so, mm-hmm. it just makes
1: me feel great. so um, Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: that good. That's what music mm-hmm. is supposed to do, inspire us and just mm-hmm, make us feel mm-hmm. all sorts of emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but fantasy from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I can't yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> because my watching. aunt, yes, my aunt was their manager before she passed away this was she it's been oh my god it'll be 10 years in march and that was just one of those songs that literally just goes from this very deep melodic and then Mm. phil bailey comes in and then the music Mm -hmm. ramps up and Mm -hmm. i'm like "Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm." (laughs) collect And people like, that's their best song. And And, I'm like, man, I'll be in the
1: corner. I'm like, I'm not going to do it today. No, I love love Earth, Wind, and Fire. And, you know, I I have a couple of alternative um, albums that I listen to, too. Before we started, you were mentioning that you like to listen to alternatives. There's there's one album that I can listen to from start to finish, Mm -hmm. and it's called Nero. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it before, but... That shit has me rocking too. i will be like, "Yes, let's go!" <laughs> oh, okay. Right now, exactly. Nero. <laughs>
0: your favorite vacations?
1: Um, I would say Cayman Islands. That's like home. That's like home. My family. My family's from Jamaica, but well, Jamaica and Puerto Rico, but um. Yeah, we've got we've got some some mm. strong family ties down in Cayman Islands, so um, that that's it for me. That's it for me.
0: Man, I'm gonna go there too, but right, you know, COVID is absolutely not right. Enough. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, so disrespectful.
0: Funny. Your My favorite, favorite meal. meal.
1: Ooh, I'm I'm now vegan. Mm-hmm. Um. My favorite vegan meal would be jerk lentils with, let's see, there's like a spicy chickpea that I like to make. I don't really have a a specific name for it, but jerk lentil, spicy chickpeas, platanos with... I don't know. Oh, yeah. That kale salad is bomb. My kale salads <laughs> are bomb. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I would say for me. That's, like, my favorite meal now. But before, when I was growing up, my mother used to make, like, these bomb-ass, like, we used to call them pastelitos with beef. And I miss them so much. So pastelitos with beef. Mm. She used to put some raisins up in there. And then my my godmother would throw in the juca. The which I still eat to this day, and um, rice and beans with some platinos, like, that's like a, a good ass meal. Like that's, ooh, that's mm. a good ass meal right there. Yeah, that's a good Dude, meal. I'm hungry. I, miss that. I really do. <laughs> I'm not, um, not to say that I can't have the juke or the rice and beans anymore, but it's that that plat, that that the pastelito right there. That's that's what I'm missing in my life. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: me too. If you could spend five minutes with anyone dead or alive, who would it
1: be? Five minutes with anyone dead or alive. Oh, I know who it would be. Oh, man. I know who it would be. Oh, I got two. Can I choose two? Okay. I would choose. I got to go with family first. I would choose my grandmother.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um I've never met her before okay and she has been such an important part of my father's life um she passed away when my father was about 20 years old um and I just wish that I knew her because there's so many amazing stories that have been told about her um and she seemed to be you know the rock all of my great aunts. She had two other sisters and maybe two brothers. Um, but I wish that I could meet her and just have a conversation, of, you know, with her, um, just to get to know her. And then the okay. other person would be Whitney Houston because that's my favorite artist. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Yes, I know you were sad yesterday girl I'm sorry she's wow. actually from my hometown yeah. I love I would fan yes.
1: out on Whitney girl I'd be in my apartment <laughs> pretending I'm her sometimes like sing, I'd be like yes that chord is a Whitney chord, honey I absolutely love Whitney <laughs> and man if I could just oh, it hurts my heart but I would just love to sit with her and meet her and just talk, you know. Um, just talk. That would be like amazing. Uh, so Whitney and my grandmother. Yeah. Yes, Miss
0: Sylvia. <laughs> you are. You <laughs> were already black excellent. You're officially black excellent <laughs> <you>. on the. <laughs> Thank, Thank podcast. you. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time. And I'm gonna upload this, and it's just. I'm so super excited! Oh, thank, thank you, you thank so you much for again. having me.
1: Thank you for recognizing my work and everything I've done, and um, thank you for taking the time to interview me. I I really appreciate you know this, and um, I'm just excited and and happy to be here, and excited to listen to it too. So thank you.
0: <laughs> Look, the uh, world is oh, a better place you. because of you, sweetie. Everyone, thank you for listening. Miss Sylvia Black is about to go to sleep for about 15 minutes and <laughs> then go take over the world.
1: Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank
0: you, thank sis. You. No problem. Officially black excellence, sweetie.